We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, family, friends, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for an ice-cold Coors Light, the beer that's made to chill. Listen, there's a lot going on in Green Bay right now, and I feel like we could all use a moment to chill with a Coors Light. See, Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment to unwind. Coors Light is what I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in their all-new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Pack a Day Podcast, the only package podcast available 365 days a year. I'm your host, Maggie Loney, and today I'm flying solo from my normal co-hosts, Nick Schmitz and Jacob Westendorf, but that is okay because I promise we still have a great show for you today. Um, I am joined by Jimmy Christensen of Packer Report and our extra special guest, Ty Summers, inside linebacker. Ty, how you doing? I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're good. Pretty I mean, good, man. As, I think as good as you can be in a quarantine, but it sounds like you said you're at a beach house, so things got to be pretty well, right? Yeah, exactly. No complaints here, that's for sure. Well, you took my first question. I was going to ask you if you made it to Green Bay yet, but I don't think there's many beach houses in Green Bay. <laughs> no, we actually did. Uh, we were up there this last weekend um, and grabbed my truck. I uh, drove it down because uh, since we got married recently, we have a bunch of wedding gifts, and, which is awesome. But there's no way I'll be able to attach a U-Haul to the back of my wife's Audi Q3. So <laughs> I it down so I could have something to drive it up with. See, and then you took my intro because I was going to say that while you guys came up short for a ring in 2019, you did get a ring a couple months ago. And you know, I was going to ask you all about the wedding, but you feel free to talk about the wedding. You guys got it in under the wire, it sounds like. Oh, it was family and friends uh, came to celebrate us. It was crazy because we made it right before all the quarantine started. So literally one week. Oh, it was crazy. 
they worked out. I'm so happy that we were able to have it and feel so bad for those that, you know, weren't. Because, I mean, as special as the day as it was for us, you know, it took a lot of work to get to it. Uh, I feel, feel really bad for um, those people that, you know, had to cancel. And my, my sister's actually included. She's supposed to get married. She's getting married uh, June uh, June 20th. And uh, so she had to cancel her bigger wedding. Now she's having a little little family one, which will still be nice, but I know it's, it's a bummer for her. Yeah. So kind of, I guess, tying into the virus in some capacity, you know, how, how has that impacted you and the way that you're preparing for your season and, you know, the inability to get into the facilities and, you know, is there a concern from guys about what the season will look like at this point? No, I mean, I found a way this whole time. I was very, very fortunate and blessed um, that the place we were staying at, we're actually staying in one of my wife's family friends' guest house that they have, which is really nice of them. Uh, to let us use and then they also have to have a little weight room up in their actual house and so i've been able to go use that and they have you know dumbbells and a big machine that i can do different things on so i found a way to do that and of course just running on the field near me um so been able to get some good work in which is nice i know there's a lot of people that don't even have that that much access or as much access to stuff as i did so try to make the most of it and make it fun um not so monotonous um but I feel like I've, I'm definitely glad things are opening up now, at least down here, facilities-wise. And when it comes to the season, like you asked, I mean, I, b- I believe it's going to be on. I mean, they created the schedule. From what we're hearing, we're, we're coming up for camp, which we're stoked about. And, um, you know, we're preparing as if, you know, we're playing whenever. <laughs> I don't know the exact date, but, like, we're playing the Vikings. You know, it's, it's a plan. It's happening in our minds, at least. So one of my favorite preseason highlights of yours from last season was, of course, the 74-yard pick six at, you know, against Kansas City when you high-five Will Redmond as you guys are running towards the end zone. And if the 2020 season cannot be played without fans, what does that mean for you as a player, especially as a guy on defense who kind of thrives off that crowd noise, um, to be a Green Bay Packer and not be able to do things like Lambo leaps if there's no crowd? I know. I'm going to be honest that if I did happen to get a pick six during the season, I'm a Lambo leap anyways. <laughs> um, but, but uh, I mean, regardless, obviously, yeah, defense really thrives off of energy, you know, and the, the energy of the, the fans keep the offense from hearing. So it benefits the defense um, to a certain extent. But at the same point, you know, it's really going to test our, I guess, mental fortitude and our desire and our drive um, to really bring that energy ourselves. Uh, it's going to really have to um, to dwell amongst, you know, the 11 guys that are out there um, to make sure that, you know, they're building each other up, encouraging each other, communicating. Uh, we're all on the same page and just get fired up, you know, because obviously if there's no crowd to get everyone fired up, if someone makes a tackle, you know, we're going to go go praise them for it, you know, go have fun with it because we're going to have to bring it ourselves possibly. Do you uh, you have any sack celebrations planned so you can join Zadarius and Preston? <laughs> <laughs> I've got nothing of what they've got. Uh, you know, I'm not much of a dancer. If I did, I'd probably embarrass myself. So, uh, <laughs> so I'm going to have to make that just kind of like an impromptu, just, you know, on the fly kind of thing, whatever I'm feeling. <laughs> I gotcha. So like you mentioned, obviously this off season is a lot different than usual. Uh, you've mentioned like working out, running on the field, the weight room that you have. What are some areas of improvement that you focus on this off season? The biggest thing for me is explosiveness, just getting the top speed as fast as possible, lateral movement, uh, hip mobility, um, those kind of things. So I know I've already got strength and I, I have speed. Now it's about getting up to that speed and getting from point A to point B the fastest. Um, so that's kind of been my emphasis, a lot of plyometrics, 
a lot of lateral movement stuff. So that's something I've definitely put a lot more time into than I have in the past. Were you working, were you working with somebody uh, to set this up or did you come up with all this on your own? No, I mean, I, there was a time for, there was about a week that I worked out at this facility called Plex right before, you know, the shutdown started happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of got some ideas and stuff, but I really kind of created my own drills, a lot of stuff that I've done before, but I just kind of came up with ideas on different ways to, um, to incorporate kind of almost uncomfortable movements that might not necessarily exactly happen on the field. But if I can prepare for the weirdest situations, the weirdest movement possible, you know, the traditional movements are going to be easy. So I've kind of just been throwing myself in different, in different positions and, and just seeing how I react. And um, it's been going really well. I, I like the progress that I'm making. So obviously, you know, there's kind of a big opportunity now for you this year with the Packers not necessarily making any dramatic additions to the inside linebackers room, you know, lost like Martinez to the Giants, gained Christian Kirksey from the Browns. How do you feel, you know, that you bring a different dynamic than Christian Kirksey and kind of what does that look like with your role on the defense and maybe opposite Kirksey, how you guys can take that jump from a good to a really great defense? I mean, one thing that I've recognized from – uh, Christian just haven't getting to know him the last four weeks of meetings that we've had. Uh, is he's, he's also a leader and he seems like he's a good communicator. Of course, I haven't seen that in the field necessarily, but I mean, communication is one of the most important uh, parts of running the defense, especially from the Mike's position. Um, so I would say one big thing that I always say that I, that I bring to the table is my ability to communicate and my knowledge of just football. And of course, of uh, the defense, I always make it a point to to learn the scheme that I'm in, not just my role, but the roles around me so I can help get people situated, getting lined up, and so we can perform. And so I'd say um, that's a big aspect. Another thing that I bring is, you know, I just, I just, I'm not afraid to hit. I'll throw my body in there. I feel like I do a good job reading the run, um, reading the run, traditionally making tackles. Unfortunately, I had a really weird preseason, um, kind of got in my own head a little bit for a couple games and, and missed more tackles than I'm accustomed to, but that's gone. So, that's definitely not going to be a weakness this year. Um, but I feel like I bring a lot of different things, you know, because I, I played quarterback growing up. So I understand, you know, kind of how quarterbacks think, you know, what their reads are. So I can kind of try to bait things. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of ways that I'd be able to help, help the Packers um, succeed this year. So looking forward to the opportunity to go out there and compete and be out there with the boys again. So you mentioned your communication um, and I, I texted this to you too, but in my interview with Kenny Clark, uh, he mentioned the biggest thing that the Packers defense has to work on, especially for run defense wise is communication. So there's definitely a hole there that you can, you do you think your time playing quarterback helps build that communication skill? Cause as quarterback, you're running the show on the offense. Do you feel like it's translated now to the defensive side? Oh, 100%. Um, because I mean, as a quarterback, you also have to, you, you realize the importance of having to know what everyone else is doing around you. Cause there's, I can't tell you how many times in the huddle or walking up to the ball that I had people, you know, O-lineman asking, which way are we going running back? Where do I line up? What's the play? What do I do? Receiver saying they're being on the ball or off the ball. What route do I have? And there's so many different things that I realize how important it is to know what you're doing and what everyone else around you is doing. Of course, as a quarterback, you got to know what the defense is doing too. So you kind of spread – you have to widen your, your perspective on so many different things. And so whenever I got to TCU, same thing. You know, I, Even though we got, we got signals from the sideline, one for the front seven and the one for the uh, – or front six, I guess, for our defense, and then one for the back – let me see, four, two, five. <laughs> Sorry, I'll do the math real quick. For the back five. Hmm. Um, and it's one of those things that uh, – 
having understood that, I just became a communicator there too. And that's something that my coaches recognize. So I just reckon it benefited us, you know, on multiple occasions. So having made that, recognize that, I mean, it's kind of something I've just, it's been ingrained in me ever since I was a kid, you know, starting playing quarterback. So yeah, it's at this point, it's just second nature. So going back to the idea of communication on the defense, um, has that kind of benefited you all going into this virtual off-season program, not having the ability to communicate face-to-face? I mean, your defense already has such a familiarity with the coaching staff translating from last season. Does that help you now learning, you know, different uh, schemes and things in the virtual environment? Oh, definitely. And that's what I've told, told the coaches about, like how well they've, they've made, they made this, uh, the platform work for us, you know, whether it was through meetings or through our, the film apps, um, you know, different diagrams they send us and such. Um, it's all, uh, sorry, my dog just literally just taking off right now. <laughs> hey, come here, come here. Sorry about that. No, that's okay. Well, yeah, You're good. Second time, it makes it so much easier. Uh, gosh, it gets in that. It's so much easier because I know a lot of guys. You know, like talking to Christian for example. For example, he had to learn in his seven years playing or going in seventh year. He's learned five different defenses. And that's hard, you know, to go in there mm-hmm. to not be able to build on your prior knowledge. And so the nice part is going into my second year, I've learned the same defense. So things that I wasn't sure about before. Now I'm able to clear up, you know, and not only just my job, but what everyone else is doing so I can better understand, okay, why do I do what I do in this play? Or why do they do what they do? So I understand that I can put, you know, put the pieces of the puzzle together in my mind, but then also for guys if they have questions. Now, when Mike Pettin spoke to the media last Friday, he had mentioned that the coaching staff has been doing a lot to try and get everybody engaged and still competing in the virtual environment. So one of the things he mentioned was that they give out virtual quizzes and that there's a leaderboard. So can you give us a little sneak preview into kind of what those quizzes are like? And are you leading the leaderboard, perhaps? Or, you know, who's the top dog right now? I will say that in the last, we use we this platform called Kahoot. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure if y'all have heard of it before. Yeah. Um, it's in a row. And the time, you know, the time is a huge question. I will say, you know, I've, I've been either first or second last three, three, maybe four of them. So, hey, I'm doing something right. I'm, I'm not being confused. I will say that. <laughs> but using that platform, of course, using PlayerLink is the one that a lot of the other coaches use, like special teams and such. Um, it's cool to be able to have that because, I mean, I try to find ways to quiz myself, but it's almost cheating because you know what you're going to ask yourself. <laughs> you know what the answer is. So it's nice whenever they just come questions that you're forced to kind of think, okay, hmm, I haven't thought about this yet. Like, what is, you know, how, what is the answer? You know, so it's, it's a good, good platform. I'm glad they, they use it. So I'm glad that you brought up special teams because we know that that was, you know, the, the largest portion of your workload in 2019 was 72% of snaps on special teams. And now your former teammate from TCU, Vernon Scott, gets drafted by the Packers in the seventh round. And everything has, you know, he's kind of said, too, that he knows his fastest route to the 53-man roster is carving out a role for himself on special teams. So did you have any advice for him either on – regarding special teams or just adapting to the defense to kind of make a name for himself and latch onto the roster? I mean, I think the biggest thing is you're kind of ingrained growing up that special teams is kind of like the guys that don't play a lot. You know, it's like it's not important. Um, and I will say, you know, on the other hand, it is, it's very important. There's so many ways a game could change in, in that regard. But when you think about it, you're like, okay, you know, you get an opportunity to be a professional football player. Like, you got to be willing to do it. Humbly, in a way, it's humbling, but 
you realize that, okay, this is an important part of the game. If this is my role right now, I'm going to be the best at it that I can. Obviously, you're going to continue to compete to get this position, whether it's on offense or on defense. But recognizing that uh, the important role that it is, and that's that's a way to make it on the squad. And that's the way I made it, you know, this year, this last year. Um, uh, and he already knows this. I've talked to him about it. He's like, man, I just want to find a way to be, to be on the field. If that's the role and that's how I'm going to do it, then I'm going to go out there and compete the best that I can to earn at least that kind of role. Um, and so – uh, yeah, I think I think that's that's kind of the mindset that you got to have going into the league. So we um, last time we talked, we talked a little bit about your time in practice as a fullback. Uh, now with bringing in um, bringing in Josiah in the draft, and uh, can we? Is there still a chance we could see possibly a, a Ty Summer in full or at the fullback position or tight end, possibly kind of like James Looney's doing? Can we see some of that this year? Man. You said you have hands. I don't know. Hey, I'm telling you, I'll be open to it. You know, I just want to get out, get out there. I'm not going to say no, and I'm not going to say yes. You know, we'll see what happens. So I'm there thinking- hasn't been any talk about it? Oh, no, there hasn't. Not at this point. No. I'm thinking we need a, a Ty Summers Wildcat package <laughs> since we have oh. the quarterback experience. That would be a lot of I'm fun. Cool <laughs> cool yeah, we that. don't need Jordan Love anymore. We have Ty Summers. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, so, Jimmy, why don't you kind of walk Ty through your game, and then we can kind of wrap everything up here with uh, with the fun game that you mentioned pre-show to me. All right. Sounds good. All right, Ty. So last time we talked, uh, I brought it up to you that you ran a faster 40 time than uh, Devin Funches, the new Packer wide receiver. Uh, and so I just wanted to see – and you're <laughs> – I, I feel like you're a little nervous. Uh you're super fast, and I was look. <laughs> I was looking at other players on the Packers at their forty times, and there's a lot of people that I was. No offense, I was surprised that you ran faster forties then. So I'm going to name a player, and I want you to guess if you ran a faster forty or if they ran a faster forty. <laughs> okay, you ready? You All ready right. for your first yeah. one? I'm ready. All right, Aaron Jones. Oh, I'm gonna go ahead and say faster. Him or you? Me. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he, he ran. <laughs> he ran a four, five, six. So he was point zero five slower. Nice. Um, Saint Brown. I can't say his first name. E. Period. Saint Brown. Jimmy. Uh, I'm not good uh, at it. I'm going to mess it up. You know, I just want to. I want to have confidence in myself and say that I'm faster for all these. But I think with his, I think he's faster. Oh darn! It. I was hoping that was going to get you, but yeah, he's point zero three faster. He ran a four, four, eight. All right. Dang, almost got me. <laughs> Devonte Adams. Uh, I want to say I was faster than him. I feel like you looked this stuff up. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're faster than him. I was right. Yeah, you were nice. right. And now uh, let's go, Adrian Amos. Oh, I actually had a conversation with him. Oh, this was talked about in the locker room. Ah, I can't remember if he was saying, but he's faster. Uh, I want to say I'm faster. Wow, you're really good at that. Yeah, you're faster <laughs> than him, too. All right, uh, Kevin King. Nice. Kevin King? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say faster again. Uh, no, he, he was faster than you. He ran a 4 4 3. Oh, All right. I didn't realize he ran that fast. I yeah, mean, he I ran really fast, but dang. Yeah. All right, last one. Uh, let's go with your new addition to the linebacking team, Christian Kirksey. I ran fast. I went faster than Christian. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you smoked him. He was a 4 7 2. Nice. <laughs> oh, for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. so you, you got him. Fastest 40 in the linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Sweet. Okay, Ty. Right. So before we let you go, uh, to wrap things up, what is one thing that you would like Packers fans to know about you, whether it's as Ty Summers the person or Ty Summers the football player? I mean, I would say the important things about me is my faith is really important. Um, that's something that's really important uh, for me uh, and my wife. Um, that's one that, I mean, I'm going I'm to give them everything I got, you know, whether it, you know, I'm competing for the linebacker spot. And if that's the position I get to play, I'm going to give it everything I got. Um, and if for some reason it's not a linebacker and it's a special teams, you're going to get everything I got there too. So that's pretty much all I can, all I can say <laughs> and get everything. Well, that is all the time that we have for today's show. Ty, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, you've got fans in the Pack-A-Day crew, and we wish you a ton of success going into next season. Um, if any of the Packers fans want to follow your work or just follow you on social media, how can they do that? Oh, my Instagram, I believe, is tysummers42. I'm not 100% certain, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. There might be an underscore in there somewhere. I'm not sure. But uh, I don't think I'm not, I don't think there is. But I appreciate I appreciate that. Uh, enjoyed talking to you guys. Yeah, we love having yeah. you on. Yeah, Jim, this is awesome. Jimmy, if the people want to follow your work on social media, how can they do that? <laughs> yeah, uh, they can. I actually had to look mine up too because I didn't know if you were going to ask me. Mine is for Twitter is Jimmy underscore C zero eight. Uh, Instagram is just Jimmy Christensen, but it's not sports related. It's literally just pictures of my wife and daughter. So if you want to see a cute kid and a, a beautiful yeah. wife, go to my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and I am your host, Maggie Loney. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Maggie J. Loney. Thank you as always for listening and go Pack Go!
whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.